On a Monday, it's Bigger Pockets Daily. This is where we take the best articles from biggerpockets.com and read them, so you can keep learning about real estate while you go about your busy life. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The dream of owning a vacation home can be daunting. From finding the best guests, to the maintenance, to organizing the cleaners after every guest day. With Vacasa, they make that dream into a reality. As a full-service vacation home management company with vacation homes in key destinations across the U.S., they know a thing about how to make owning a vacation home easy and profitable. On top of proactive property maintenance visits by professional local teams, a hospitality-driven booking platform, and around-the-clock support, Vacasa earns homeowners an average of 20% more revenue from their vacation homes. Vacasa is always thinking of ways to simplify the vacation homeowning experience by putting your home to work for you. If you're looking to make more from your vacation home, work with the reliable property manager, and finally have peace of mind, partner with Vacasa at vacasa.com biggerpockets. That's vacasa.com biggerpockets. How much money do you need to invest in real estate? By Scott Gibson. So residential real estate investing has the potential to be very profitable, as we all know. But how much do you actually need to invest in real estate? and generate steady passive income. Unfortunately, the perceived excessive costs involved in purchasing real estate can intimidate aspiring residential real estate investors. <laughs> However, understanding all of the costs of buying a real estate investment property will help you avoid costly mistakes. Buying a rental property, holiday home, so festive, or property to flip can yield short-term and long-term financial gains for sure. However, 
The money needed to actually start real estate investing depends on several factors. You gotta establish a contingency fund, pay closing costs, and save for the down payment. Then you have all the ongoing costs like mortgage payments, property maintenance, and property taxes. Today, we provide a thorough overview of how much money you need to start your real estate investor journey. You will also get helpful advice on calculating the potential return on investment, or ROI. But suppose you decide against purchasing an investment property. If so, you will learn about additional real estate investing options. Let's take a look at the initial costs to consider. Before buying your very first rental property or house flipping project, it is crucial to think beyond the property prices. Purchasing property requires a considerable amount of cash up front. Down payment. The down payment is one of the biggest upfront costs when buying real estate. Typically, you can expect to make a down payment of anywhere between 15 to 25% of the purchase price. But the size of the down payment depends on several things. These things include the type of loan, your credit history, the type of mortgage you're getting, debt-to-income or DTI ratio, loan-to-value or LTV ratio, and the property type, among other things. Even if you have enough for the down payment, your lenders will require you to meet certain criteria before approving a home loan. Let's take a look at those criteria, shall we? We shall. A minimum credit score of 700, maybe 660? You need a minimum credit score of yeah, 660, 700, somewhere in, in there, unless you're willing to pay more than 25% of the sale price up front. But to qualify for the best mortgage rates, your score's got to be at least 740. A minimum, I said minimum, loan-to-value ratio of 80%. Generally, lenders, we're talking about traditional lending here, though, will loan up to 80% of the total loan amount. However, the amount differs depending on the property type and, of course, the lender. A minimum debt-to-income ratio of 45%. Real estate investors typically cannot allow their monthly debt to exceed 45% of their gross monthly income. It really wouldn't be advisable to do that anyway. In addition to the initial cost of the down payment, remember that it can affect your ongoing costs. For example, making a larger down payment can help you lock in lower interest rates. Over the home loan term, this can significantly reduce your mortgage payments. Now let's take a look at closing costs. Real estate investors must pay most of the closing fees when finalizing a mortgage and real estate sale. Typically, you can expect to pay between 3 and even 6% of the sale price in closing costs. These fees include charges for appraisals, inspections, title insurance, legal fees, lender fees, and all the other fees. So, we have just a short list here of some of the fees you can expect to pay in addition to the money up front when investing in real estate. Loan origination fee. This is the lender's fee for processing the loan application. This cost is typically 1.5% to 1% of the total loan amount. Title search and title insurance. The lender carries out checks to ensure no issues with the property's title, like a tax lien, for example. Title insurance protects the lenders in case issues with ownership arise after the sale. Notice the words, protects the lender. Underwriting fee. This is for processing the cost of verifying the borrower's credit history, income, and other financial information. Discount points. A lot of investors pay more money up front to buy discount points and reduce the mortgage interest rate. One discount point equals one point of the mortgage's interest rate. 
Other fees you may have to pay at closing include attorney fees, recording fees, escrow fees, and courier fees. Also, you may be required to pay homeowner's insurance and prorated property taxes for the remaining year. Inspection, appraisal. Like buying residential properties, investment properties are subject to inspections and appraisals. Costs for the appraisal and inspection can be up to 400 bucks each. Not all property purchases require an inspection. However, many real estate investors use the inspection to determine if the property is a good investment. Here's more information about these two steps. Home appraisal. Mortgage lenders require a home appraisal to ensure the sale price represents its current market value. The appraiser looks at the sale price of comparable properties, the size of the property, and other factors that may affect its value. Home inspection. A home inspection is a comprehensive evaluation of the property's condition. The inspector checks the plumbing and electrical systems, the roof, the foundation, the HVAC system, and the general structural condition. Although not required, spending a few hundred dollars can help you discover hidden repair issues. Contingency Fund A mortgage lender typically requires you to have significant cash reserves before buying a residential rental property. A contingency fund protects your finances if you have cash flow issues and cannot pay the mortgage. Common cash flow issues in real estate arise from vacancies, unexpected repairs, or market downturns. Typically, lenders require individual investors to have at least six months of mortgage reserves. Examples of some liquid assets that can be used for a contingency fund include cash in a bank or savings account, stock or bond investments, cash value of an insurance deposit, money in a 401k, IRA, or other retirement savings account, and certificates of deposit. So let's say your monthly payment for a mortgage is $1,500. In that case, you would need liquid assets of at least $9,000 to secure a mortgage. Calculating how much you need to begin investing in real estate. Let's do this math. So to calculate how much money you would need to buy a residential rental property as an investment, assuming the property's value is $280,000, here's just a quick breakdown of the approximate upfront costs to buy residential real estate. Let's say your down payment's 25%, so that's 70 grand. Closing costs are 5%, 14,000. Home inspection and appraisal, 800 bucks. Contingency fund based on a monthly mortgage payment of $1,300, which would be $7,800. Okay, assuming those numbers are correct, to get started in real estate investing, you would need around $92,000. Of course, the final amount depends on additional factors like credit scores, DTI, LTV, and current interest rates. Check out Bigger Pockets' rental property calculator to see if you can actually afford the investment. Financing options. This is fun. Let's dive in real quick. And by the way, if we're just touching on these real quick. So if you have questions about any of these things we're going to mention in this quick brief rundown of different financing options. We do have tons of resources for you on different financing options, even whole books written about the topic at biggerpockets.com. Financing most real estate investments requires a loan or a mortgage. Most startup investors use a conventional mortgage to buy their first investment property, but there are some other options and they can affect initial costs as well. So let's compare various financing options to see how they can affect your financial goals. 
traditional mortgage, a conventional mortgage from a bank or credit union, has moderate closing costs, reasonable interest rates, and lower monthly payments. All the numbers we've run down so far today have been pretty much based on conventional mortgages. However, you typically need to put down a lot of money up front. So that's what we've been talking about. Let's jump into hard money loans because compared to a traditional mortgage, a hard money loan does have a lower down payment, maybe even as low as 10% of the loan amount. They are typically short-term loans for fix and flip projects. Hard money loans involve interest-only payments with a balloon payment at the end. However, yeah, they got some higher interest rates for sure. Partnerships. Partnerships allow investors to make larger real estate investments. They involve collaborating with other investors to manage an investment property. In most cases, partnerships are most effective for seasoned investors. Therefore, a conventional or private loan is safer than forming a partnership if you plan to purchase a single-family home. Private money loan. Borrowing money from private money lenders is another option to buy a rehab or rental property. Private money loans can be from private companies, money lenders, even family members or friends. This type of loan can have flexible terms and few upfront costs, and maybe some family drama. However, a private money loan is a high-risk financing option because it's unregulated. They may have exceptionally high interest rates and short repayment terms and family drama. Let's talk about ongoing costs to consider. Real estate investing can allow you to enjoy passive income from rental properties. At the same time, you benefit from price appreciation on your investments. However, budgeting for ongoing costs is vital for making the best investment decisions. Some real estate investors set aside 50%, half of their rental income, for taxes, insurance, repairs, and maintenance. Others follow the 1% rule, calculating annual maintenance costs at 1% of the property value. Property management. Hiring a manager can help to eliminate the stress of residential real estate investing for sure. The property manager can be on call 24-7 and conducts most of the day-to-day -day tasks of managing a rental property. You can expect to pay between 8 and 10% of the gross rental income for single-family homes. You may have to pay additional fees for maintenance, vacancies, evictions, ugh, and lease renewals. Property taxes and insurance. Real estate taxes are ongoing expenses for rental property owners. Additionally, a lender may require you to take out homeowners and landlord insurance. The amount you pay in taxes and insurance depends on the rental property value. The good news is that owning rental properties has a lot of tax benefits too. You can write off taxes, property insurance, mortgage interest, and property management fees. Mortgage. The property must generate enough rental income to cover the mortgage payment. The monthly mortgage payment amount depends on paying the principal, interest rates, and loan terms. Therefore, if you have a variable interest rate mortgage, you must budget for fluctuations in the financial market. Maintenance and repairs. So budgeting maintenance costs is vital to maintaining healthy cash flow. Your budget should deal with preventative or regular maintenance and emergency repairs. As a rule, set aside 1% of the unit's value for annual maintenance. However, you should always budget for a worst-case scenario to maintain positive cash flow. Vacancy costs. The cost of vacancies can significantly impact your cash flow. 
No rent coming in means loss of income. For example, you must search for new suitable tenants and continue to make monthly loan payments, even if there's nobody there. Therefore, you should budget 5 to 10% of the annual rent to allow for vacancies. Why is ROI important? Calculating the return on investment, or ROI, is the only way to make worthwhile investment decisions. ROI factors in rental income, operating expenses, real estate market health, and property appreciation to assess the potential return. You can then determine if the property is worth the investment. A positive ROI ensures the investment helps you build wealth and minimizes financial risk. So here's how to determine if you can actually afford to invest in real estate. Calculating how much you need to invest in real estate is more than covering the upfront costs like we've talked about a lot today. You gotta also calculate the property's potential to generate income. Let's look briefly at several methods professional property investors use to look for good opportunities. The 1% rule in real estate investing. The 1% rule in real estate says that a rental property's monthly rental income should ideally be at least 1% of its total purchase price. This rule can determine cash flow to see if the property has the potential to be a lucrative deal. It can also help set the monthly rent price for unoccupied properties. Gross Rent Multiplier, or GRM. The gross rent multiplier is the purchase price divided by the gross annual rent. This metric is useful when buying a rental property, as you can calculate how long it takes to pay off the investment. You can use it to compare comparable properties to see which one is the better real estate investment. 70% Rule all right, the 70% rule is useful in house flipping to find profitable investments. This guideline means you should not pay more than 70% of a property's after repair value, or ARV, minus renovation costs. This percentage helps maintain a buffer for unexpected expenses and maximizes the chances of a profitable resale. Use leveraging to your advantage. Leveraging can turn just a little bit of money into healthy cash flow and increase the potential for returns. Leveraging requires finding the best mortgage deals and searching for the right property with positive cash flow and appreciation potential. A simple example of leveraging is to use as little money as possible on a down payment. This way, you can serve your cash for other investments. Or you could use the equity in your existing property to fund a down payment. However, Becoming more experienced in real estate investing is best before using leverage to maximize gains. Gotta make sure you know what you're doing. Alternative options. Less investment required. So suppose you want to start investing in real estate, but you just don't have enough cash. In that case, there are several options still available to budding investors without paying huge upfront costs. Additionally, you can enjoy passive income without all the headaches of being a landlord. REITs, Real Estate Investment Trusts, offer an uncomplicated way to invest in real estate without directly buying properties, which reduces risk. REITs own and operate income-producing real estate and pass on profits to investors like you. Real Estate Investment Trusts are a relatively low-cost, less complex entry point if you are new to investing in real estate. Let's take a look at Streetwise, for, for example. It is a real estate investment trust for accredited and non-accredited investors. You can start real estate investing from $5,000 with a minimum hold time of five years. Pooled funds. 
Like crowdfunding projects and pooled REITs offer investing opportunities without huge upfront costs. You purchase shares in the investment portfolio by investing in trusts and partnerships. These investments allow for greater flexibility, diversification, and tax benefits. Two examples of pooled fund investing platforms are Concrete and Fundrise. These platforms allow you to start investing with minimal upfront costs. Secured loans. Secured loans are ideal for short-term investing in real estate. The cash you invest gets pooled into crowdfunding real estate platforms, so in essence, you help fund loans to investors. It's possible to select the loans you prefer. Secured loans offer excellent short-term gains. However, there's really no long-term appreciation. Groundfloor is one of the most common secured loan platforms. You can start with a minimal investment of as little as $10 fractional ownership. Fractional ownership is where you join other investors to purchase a property. Partial ownership gives you a stake in the real estate assets. Depending on the group of investors, you can be as passive or active as you want. In some cases, you have shares in the property. In other cases, you kind of take a more first-hand approach. Budgeting. Putting it all together. One last point and then we'll move on for today. The more you understand the costs associated with investing in re residential real estate, the easier it is to maximize profits. Your budget must include money for the down payment, closing costs, and a contingency fund. Additionally, budgeting for steady cash flow is crucial. This means having enough income to pay for operating expenses, regular maintenance, and vacancies. Knowing how much money you need to invest in real estate can help you make the best investment decisions. You insure your rental property, house flip or rehab helps increase wealth, and builds a successful real estate investment portfolio. That's a wrap. But wait, I've got a tip to share. Do you go to your search bar every time you're looking for that real estate investing checklist, spreadsheet, or another resource you need? Stop Googling and head to biggerpockets.com find to get easy-to-understand market reports, step-by-step -step investing guides, and so many more free resources for aspiring real estate investors. Save time and get what you really need all in one place. Google's got enough traffic as it is. Give them a break. Visit biggerpockets.com find. That's biggerpockets.com F-I-N-D to access free the key word there, investing resources from bigger pockets.